Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Luke and Pete Show. I'm here with my... Erstwhile colleague, Lukey Moore. You were my erstwhile. You were my erstwhile colleague, but now you are my colleague. All right. So when I said that, you are my erstwhile colleague for the weekend, but now you're my 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 week weekday lover. Um, Lukey Moore, how you doing, mate? You all right? Not bad. Um, and I sometimes seduce myself into thinking that this year things will be different. And no, still, they're, they're they're still, not still have to deal with this. Going to be you? the same, isn't it? It's going to be the same. <laughs> How are you? More importantly, what's been going on? I'm all right. I've uh, I've 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 made a New Year's resolution. Oh, good. Uh, a few days late. That's so, okay. I mean, we're in a yeah, position now right, on the mon- this, this is like the second Monday with the first if you don't include the bank holiday, where mm. it's now like get over yourself. Christmas is fucking long gone. Yeah, we're now in the thicker things. So I think maybe it's a good time to do that. I think New I think New Year's Day being a Sunday really fucked me off because then you're just right back into work aren't you like the next day pretty much well you get a back holiday for that but I was working anyway because I had the ramble that day yeah same here Um, do you know what I did I took in a load of Pret uh, treats for the whole team to say thanks for coming in on a bank holiday and then the ones that were left over I put in my bag and took home again (laughs) fed them to the cats because I deserve it as well because I deserve it well. I bought it. I knew there'd be more than was uh, that anyone was going to eat. And if I eat them, that's just me being a good guy. Sorry, uh, food. Charlie, have you already had a croissant? Have you already had one? <laughs> put, put it well, back in the bag. You've got crumbs on your jumper. Put it back. <laughs> What's your New Year's resolution then? I, I went to the football. This isn't my New Year's resolution, but I went to the football a few years ago with Charlie. And uh, he was astounded at... Um, uh, this whisper you could buy that had two chunks in it, like two separate chunks, and then you can eat one of them duo. and then twist to close it. Yeah. Duo. So you, twist, so you duo, can have right? one. Have one and then twist to close it and then have one later on, which I did, not knowing there was a thing called a twister duo. I thought it was just broken in the pack. Whisper duo, I mean. Yeah. And, and I put it in my um, glove compartment and it was there for months. So I could have technically eaten it. it I'd gone white, like what dog you, poo. What are you doing? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, my newest resolution is, Luke, <laughs> I am going to single-handedly kill the popular child's uh, teenager's drink, Prime. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good That's a good one. I'll be honest with you. I'm when gonna, you said... I'm going to kill it. When you said my New Year's resolution is, I'm going to kill, I was starting to write down where I was at the right time. So, because <laughs> this is going bad. Just I could hear you typing wrong. on your keyboard. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, go on, tell us more about that. <laughs> Uh, KSI, Logan Paul, 
they've made a drink. Inexplicably, they've done it 10 years after they were, they, they, they'd become famous. I don't know why they didn't think of this sooner, because the kids have gone fucking insane for this uh, energy drink, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a bottle of sugar water, and they put the word Prime on it, and it's endorsed by KSI and Logan Paul, and they have drip-fed the supply to everywhere in the world, and so the kids are absolutely banana over it. They're absolutely insane for it. Well, my beef for that is um, I've got to the age of uh, 41 and realised that I fell for all this shit back in the day, but I didn't have to because... I didn't have any in my life. My dad never sat me down and said, Pete, all of this is shit. You're being played. This is late-stage capitalism, and don't fall for it. You don't need that Alton Towers nemesis drink. You don't need that. I know it tastes of blackcurrant. I know it's got a bit of licorice in there. I know it tastes <laughs> delicious, and you're never going to taste anything similar to that again. But you're buying it for the pretty label. Yeah. So and, what, and that how, goes uh, double for craft ale, actually, you lads. <laughs> dickheads. Oh, it's not fucking acceptable just because it's got alcohol in it. Exactly. Right? Doesn't make yeah. you adult or cool. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's just, I know it's the only thing keeping the uh, uh, the artist alive by uh, right, drawing little cute little cartoons on the front. Yeah. I realise you're the only people paying for art. I realise that. <laughs> I, I also, um, um, speaking of that, by the way, I mm. felt absolutely cheated um, the other day because yeah. I found out for the first time that um, you know, you know the Beaver Town Brewery. Yes. Do you know enough about it for me to, for this to be no. of interest? Okay, right. So the Beaver <laughs> Town Brewery is do they do neck oil? They do um, a okay, lot of different yep. types of beer, right? I've had a neck oil. Yeah, and um, it's it's a great beer, and it and it worked really well, and it was it was billed as this like local brewery success story up in North London, and then it sold a stake to uh, I think to Heineken, uh, and people got pissed off about it and all the rest of it. Yeah. But then the guy came out and said, "Oh, uh, no, we needed the money so we could have a new brewery and all the rest of it." And then they did, a, mm. they did a, a kind of tie-in with Spurs because it's a local team, and it was like, "Oh, this is a really great like British, um, you know, entrepreneurial success story, success story right?" I I did a, a a bit of cursory research, right, which no one else seems to have <laughs> do done. Your, do your own research. The guy who founded it is the son of fucking Robert Plant. <laughs> is there anything in Britain not nepotistic? He, anything? Just give me one little, thing that isn't nepotistic. It's a nepo beer baby. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, I just needed that investment from Heineken because otherwise I only had the, uh, the 200 million from my dad and it started to run. Like, fucking do us a favour. Tell me Everyone. one thing. I'll tell you what we should do. Here's a fucking, here's, here's a good idea, right? Give four people who are the sons of the most establishment rich people in Britain, right, mm. from different sectors, and put them in charge of the NHS. Then it'll get the fucking funding, won't yeah, it? Exactly. Everyone will be, oh, great, what? Who's, who's running it? Fucking, who's running it? G- Jimmy Page's daughter? Yeah, yeah, just give him the money. Yeah, great, I think, lad. Yeah, I think every person who comes out a famous person should be, uh, like, tagged on the head saying the word liar. Because at some point in their life, they will say, well, uh, you know, I, I worked really hard to get where I work. You're a liar! You're yeah. a big fat liar! Liar! Yeah. Liar, liar, liar! They've got to have liar written on their head in green. Sorry, who's running the primary care trust in London now? Brooklyn Beckham? Great! Brilliant! I love his I love his Fund photographs him. and his food. Don't yeah. eat the food. Just good God. Brooklyn Beckham could go for one lunch with um, the health secretary uh, and some other fucking bean counters and mm. get five extra billion a week for the NHS because that's how this country I, works. 
I always liked it when my my mate was a you know he actually really now works in the NHS, but he uh, used to be a book buyer for um, like Asda. Uh, yeah, for. Uh, he used to be, basically be a book buyer for the supermarkets, effectively. So right. he would position, he would get the publishers. The publishers would turn up and go, "We've got this book," and they'd go, "Right, Asda wants twenty copies, uh, yeah. and Tesco wants fifty. Blah blah." Why did he speak like that, uh, like Burning Man? In I don't, I don't really know. But he, uh, he said that like the publishers would rock up with the talent who would you know, the, the subject of the autobiography or the biography. So he'd be having like dinners, swanky dinners with like. I don't know, fucking Kelly Brook or something. Yeah. And she'd just be bored out of a fucking skull talking to a load of nerds. And um, it's just an interesting little kind of... Not the nerds you're eating. Of... Not the what? Not the nerds that you eat. Not the nerds that I'm eating. They are <laughs> sugar-coated uh, uh, acid, it feels like. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just it's just like this uh, It's just weird little kind of like little little bit of culture that nobody knows that uh, celebrities have to do they have to romance the f- fucking head of asda please yeah. can you, please can you keep my book in your in your supermarket and, and please one, one of the big game changes about um the kind of publishing industry that occurred a number of years ago was and i think a lot of it was fueled by the internet for the book yeah well <laughs> i learned what a I, shot in its arm i learned um a little bit about it when we did the book um and I read up, read up on it, and a big change was that what used to happen, as far as I remember, or as far as I believe, is that these big retailers, whether it be a Waterstones or a supermarket, or whatever, they would mm. have to put an order in for an X amount of copies of books, right? And if they didn't sell them, they just had to sell them. Like it was like, and that's where you'd see them in bargain bust, and, and it became a bit of a skill to be a procurement or a buying expert for yeah. these places. And then what happened was the internet basically reduced the publishing industry to its fucking knees and gave the buyers, these supermarkets, these chains, these retailers, a lot more power. And they used that power to say to the publishers, we'll buy X amount of these books, but the ones we don't sell, you're going to you're gonna have to take back. And yeah, the whole yeah. thing became a lot more conservative. And that's what's a lot harder, I think, to become a writer or to become a novelist or whatever, because there's just no power in the publishing industry now. Now, when I started that point... I thought it would be interesting. Halfway through, I no, realised it, it was actually quite dull. But it is interesting. It but is in I, my nature to continue through to the end, see things through you, to the end. When you stop to think about, I know there's a lot of, you know, you've got to keep the lights on in offices and stuff and everything all around it. So you think about how expensive publishing a book is. Like, if, nuts and bolts. Like, I know you've got to get the books to wherever they need to be. But actually making the, um, the, 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 the thing itself, a book, comparative to everything else... It's probably quite cheap, isn't it? Yeah, do you know what I mean. mean. Compared yeah, 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 compared yeah. to you're not digging like rare metals out of the earth. You're not putting no. them together in some unlovable Chinese um, sweatshop. You are literally getting a bit of paper on a roll, printing it and putting it together. And in the grand scheme of expensive things that we buy, the surely the profit margins on books. If you've got a thousand books you're releasing every year must be fucking huge for a big publisher. Huge. So I think that's I think that's right, and I think what happens even is, with the, the 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 small amount of books that are being sold nowadays. I mean, yeah, the, but that but that's the point, isn't it? I think there's no room for any kind of small publisher now. Mm, right. Okay. So it's, and, it's and, almost but, yeah. been consolidated. It's the same in the music industry, right? I mean, what, who gets punished and hit really hard by what's happened in the music industry? Well, ultimately, it's the smaller companies because they've got the, not got the power to influence it or to swallow it or to deal with it. So I think mm. it's, it becomes very homogenized because of that situation. I think. Do you not think that? Um, do you, I mean, obviously, you know, uh, I think back in the day, probably about like seven years ago people who used to release books on you know that unbound and stuff where they'd be self-published i think self-publishing yeah. has be, become less of a 
um, a tainted sort of thing to do. Would that be fair to say? Because I know, like, I mean, look at um, uh, the 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 great the great lady, great great. Oh, um, E.L. James, Shades great. Great. Yeah, great. Yeah, that was yeah, that yeah. was all self-published kind of slash. To start with, it was it? yeah, it was. Yeah, so I, th- I think yeah, yeah. So I think a lot of uh, I think a lot of that people are willing to kind of read, um, unquote unquote. Un, you know, unpublished authors, I think it's fair to say. I don't know where you've, you've got, got that yourself, from. <laughs> what do you mean? I've never once read a self-published book that I know of. Well, I mean, you, you're missing apart out. From from that geezer, apart from that geezer who self-published a podcast book, which I read for a bit for a laugh. Was it filled with loads of um, nuggets of information? Is that how we made Stack such a rolling success? To me, it read like the workings and daubings of a bullshitting maniac. Does that help? It's nice to see it written down. Like, Trust me, it I takes about, one to know one. I think about write. I think about uh, like writing and stuff. Like um, every month, and sometimes sometimes it slips to, to, to the next month. But Mark uh, Haynes from WrestleMe writes a little it, newsletter. It wasn't Mark Haynes. <laughs> it wasn't Mark Haynes. No, no, no. he he would. He, He's a brilliant he, writer. He, yeah, uh, yeah. You could actually read his. Um, yeah. He wrote um, thirty something like thirty five thousand words. I know. In the in the December newsletter, I tried to tell him that the last one he did. I said, "You waste. This is great, <laughs> and I'm I'm benefiting directly from this, but this is a waste of your time." <laughs> and he was like, "No, I really enjoy it. I really enjoy it." He does really enjoy it. It's really good. He doc he he he, he docks me. He showed um uh, uh, somebody was uh, somebody back in the seventies. I think would keep wrestlers um in the um fifty nine Old Compton Street, which is obviously next to sixty one Old Compton Street, which is where I used to live. Um, they uh yeah they they, they um they they had wrestlers thing, and Mark sort of said, oh. Peter Maiva might have been sleeping, his head might have been sleeping really close to Peter's head, uh, if indeed uh, it wasn't separated by 25 years. It's not a doxing, is it, if you haven't lived there for five years? (laughs) No, I don't think so. Um, But yeah, never mind. Elon Elon Um, wouldn't agree, though. Elon would be fuming. (laughs) Listen, before we move on, how are you going to take down this prime drink? Oh, yeah. Um, uh, One easy step, well, two easy steps. I'm going to start drinking it. Yeah, and I'm going to make call. all of the men of my vintage start to drink it. If you are a dad of any age, get yourself a couple bottles of Prime. They can be the empties from your kids. Just make sure you're walking around with a bottle of Prime in your hand, swigging from it, going, "Hmm, this is delicious." Send because there's no- Morgan. Yeah, just just anybody who kids would think were uncool. Just get him fucking drinking Prime, and yeah. we can nip this one in the bud. And as a dad uh, or, or a mum, you're not going to be on the hook for six quid a pop. All right, let's make so it very just clear. Fucking drink it. No mum is getting involved in this. No, I know mum. Uh, yeah, and that's why I started with the word dad. And that's <laughs> why women are, are idiots. Yeah, <laughs> because it, they yeah. they could go through their life. I, this, it happens to, with the wife I've got access to all the time. Mm. I'll walk into the living room. Half Have you heard this? Work. And they go, no, I don't care. Yeah, go, oh, that happens so often. Your life is so much better than mine. The other week I said to her, what about this Andrew Tate stuff? She was like, who? I was like, <laughs> that is, I, I, yeah. part of me wanted to go, how do you not know? And then I was just like, great, that is great. Yeah. You don't need to know. You don't need to <laughs> fucking, I'll shoulder this burden for all of us. Oh, did you say you got caught with a pizza? She goes, well, my, my partner is, is across stuff. She goes, well, actually it wasn't uh, technically because of the pizza, because he only said he was in. I'll, Stop spoiling the cool thing. Yeah. Stop spoiling demand the narrative it. here. A simple narrative that we can understand. Um, Peter, and I'm also, one of the New Year's resolutions I've got is I get quite a lot of um, tweets from people saying, 
oh, Luca Pichot, I love it. I love it, all the rest of it. It's great fun. Never know what's going to talk about next. But you guys never follow through on the things you say you're going to talk about. So, um, and, that, and that is true. I, I, I'm not particularly bothered about that, but just because it's front of, front of mind at the moment. You did say Seems on Thursday. It's a weird thing to get upset about at I, I think so. the day. I think so. But at the same time, you know, there's Andrew Tate out there and all sorts. Um, on Thursday's show, you did say you had a film that you saw that you wanted to talk about. So I'd like to know what that yes. is. Uh, White Noise. It's the film White Noise. Never a heard of it. comedy drama uh, directed by Noah Baumbach. It's on Netflix now and it gets 10 thumbs up from me. Adam Driver, Greta Gerwig and Don Cheadle. And it is fucking brilliant. It's about a man who's an expert in Hitler studies inexplicably uh, in a college in Ohio. He um, secretly doesn't speak any German. <laughs> right. And there is a massive... Uh, basically, it, it follows the life of an academic and his family, Adam Driver and Gerwig in core, uh, and, uh, and then suddenly an, an air contamination accident occurs nearby where they reside. I'm reading this off the Wikipedia. And it is fucking brilliant. The script... I, I've never watched a single Now Barnback film before, um, so I'd very much like someone to let me know which film I should start with because it is fucking brilliant. That To be able to squeeze in such heavy, dense dialogue into quite a, a silly silly little um, yeah. uh, a story um, it's just wonderful. I don't know where where it all sits compared to the um, compared to the book. I don't know how much of of, of Noah Baumbach's uh, um, uh, input is on the actual dialogue itself, but it's fucking brilliant. It looks like it's received mixed reviews, but I think it's fucking brilliant. I think it's wonderful. So um, I don't think I've ever seen any of Noah Baumbach's movies, but we were. You know, we were engaged in that project of Peter Bogdanovich. Um, yes, who sadly passed away. Um, no, Barbara was involved in that. So was Greta Gerwig, um, but I right. never met any of them, and okay. I've never seen any of their movies. I know that I think Baumbach is involved in the new Barbie movie. I think, and I think he also co-wrote, maybe, or co-directed the Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou, that Wes Anderson movie. Right, okay. So he's a very cool. Wes Anderson yeah. type. But, but the thing is, yes. I know the type of films you like, and I know exactly what this film will be like. And I'm not saying it's bad, <laughs> it, but it'll be whimsical. It'll have some kind of indie soundtrack. There'll be a quirky but really attractive girl who's made to look not attractive, even though she is really attractive. Uh, that kind of stuff will happen, won't it? Well, that bit doesn't happen. Uh, there is an LC- there's a new LCD sound system song in it, though. You, well, there you go. Your favourite film, I'll tell you something now, even if you haven't seen it, and I don't know if you've seen it or not, but your favourite film is Adventureland. <laughs> Uh, which one's Adventureland? I don't like that. I'm not bothered. You love all that stuff. Whereas <laughs> I love I, all that Whereas stuff. I will only exclusively watch films about the Vietnam War. <laughs> <laughs> you like westerns, don't you? I, I like... Bloody, I like... bloody love a western. Yeah. Because the men were men. Yeah. And they see how they feel, don't they? Because it, it, you know, it's like <laughs> I, I will watch, say, Platoon, where the men are yeah. men. Yeah. And I will go, in my mind, I'll go, I could be pals with them. I can get on with them. Yeah. yeah. Talk yeah. about munitions and stuff. That yeah. lot don't understand us. <laughs> they don't understand what we're really like. How hard it is for us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, lordy. Yeah. Right. Anyway, anyway, Peter, um, let's take a quick break. Yeah. When we come back, I've got a couple of things I want to run the rule over with you. Um, yeah. One of which is a really odd uh, situation I've had with the online shopping portal for homeware and furniture, Wayfair. Worth sticking around for. 
One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Well, I hope you enjoyed uh, that presumably gigantic advertorial what was your, break. What was your favourite advert then, Pete? Oh, like the one about the burgers. Have this burger, mate. Yeah. You'll be dead soon. McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> get, get in your fucking mouth, fatty. You'll be dead soon. McDonald's. Ba-da, the way you want to be. <laughs> Don't do that because they sponsor us sometimes. They send burgers. Eat five in. of them, cunt. Can you do, just do that again, but with Burger King? Because McDonald's <laughs> do actually give us money. <laughs> Thanks, Burger King. Burger King have never McDonald's. given us a fucking penny. I've moved on to a new order on Burger King, actually. On uh, McDonald's, actually. Sure. I've moved to the double cheeseburger. Good choice. Good Banger. Choice. Rich, just solid, bloody good burger. I'll tell well you done, the one Everett. tip I've got for Well those... done, McDonald's. Get it in your mouth. Those of McDonald's. you who want to enjoy McDonald's more. Free your mind from the idea that you can only have one portion of fries. <laughs> fries are really You're good. Right. Yeah. But people, people in their mind, they'll go, I can have a small, I can have a medium, or I can have a large. And that's all I can have. I'm here to tell you you're wrong. Where's it? Do they still do the smalls in paper rather than cardboard? I believe so, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so you can even get away with just having a big and a small. Yeah. An extra large and a small. But people don't think that way. In, people <laughs> that way. And they should. When, you, when you're eating two portions of chips in, in a lay-by, you're nodding your head going, yeah. I'm, I'm not the fucking Churchill life. dog, mate. I'm, I'm living life, mate. Yeah. I'm living life. Um, you won't just go to the pub and have one beer, would you? No. Well, unless you're driving, I suppose. Yeah. If I'm driving, <laughs> I don't have any. I, don't have any. I just no. can't bother with it. I just think it's pointless. It's a, it's a pain in the bum because like, there's no way of figuring it out. Unless, I guess, you've got a, a blowy machine. 
sorry Careful. that that, that <laughs> steady um yeah i like cuz you're allowed, i think you're allowed I think you're technically allowed, like, cracking on for two, but I've got to be very weak lagers. But who's measuring that? Why are we talking? Why are you talking in this way? <laughs> why are you doing this? I think you can have cracking on cross over now live to Pete Dawson of his advice on drink driving. I think you'll probably have two weak ones, but, I mean, who's measuring that? You know, I mean... That would... And it's all to do with, like, how big you are and stuff. Just give us a number. Say one Stella. Half a fucking... It's cider. Just tell us one drink, and then we'll we'll have one of them, and then you can't shout. I haven't got time for the units. (laughs) I don't fucking get it. Oh, apparently you lose a unit every hour. You lose a unit every hour. (laughs) Fucking give me the. (laughs) Tell me how many Stellas I'm allowed. (laughs) Which is why, in summary, I don't drink at all when I go driving. Do you get a Fiat 500 reduction? I'm not killing anyone. I'm killing myself. If anything, (laughs) this car rubbish. Excuse me, officer. This car is dreadful. It can't go it's anywhere. It's a go car. Yeah. It's not going to blow up. It's not going to blow up anybody else. It's not going to hurt anyone else. Go I could on, run have a go. this. In, have a go I could in run it. this into the front of a fucking McDonald's, and <laughs> I wouldn't hurt anyone. I, um, it's like the old dad joke, isn't it? Where the policeman pulled policeman pulled me over the other day. So if you had anything to drink, I said no. He said, "Can you blow into this, please?" I said, "Why?" He said, "He said because my chips are hot." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Wayfair. Let me do Good. Wayfair. Okay, so, fine. have you heard of the company Wayfair? Uh, yes. Have I bought something on Wayfair? Yes, I think I have. Um, Wayfair. I'm typing it in. So, think of yes, me like I that have. little bald fella, Dominic Littlewood, who um, who does yeah. the old consumer stuff, right? Yeah, okay. And yeah. I've given Wayfair a chance to atone for this, and they've refused to. So, again, they're going to get both barrels on this show from me, right, and they're, and, and they're going to wear this, and it's it's on them. <laughs> I've got no I've got no guilty conscience about this whatsoever, right? Before Christmas. Um, we spoke to a member of our family who shall remain nameless because they're an innocent party in this. Right, okay. And they, I, so they said, I demand a pineapple, a gold pineapple. Yeah, they said a lot of that kind of stuff. In. Yeah, they kind of like kind of stuff. Basically, for those of you who don't know what Wayfair is, imagine if you couldn't afford to shop in John Lewis, right? Okay, right, yeah. And uh, so it's, not, it's, not a, it's not a big stretch in January, to be honest. No. And so um, they <laughs> said, we've just moved into a new place. We don't have much staff. We have guests. We don't have much room, but we have people visiting. We'd like an airbed. Like, fine. No, Whatever okay. would you like, this one. Great. Found the what airbed. What would you like in it? Quite a nice one. Choose your own air. I'm not going to this. That. Yeah, yeah. And so we bought the airbed, right? We got the airbed delivered by Wayfair to our house, right? And then we got an email from Wayfair saying, Oh, we're sorry, the airbed you ordered is out of stock. Um, would you like to choose something else or you can have a refund? And if, you don't, if we don't hear from you, we'll refund you. And we were like, that's weird. Because like, we've got it literally sitting in our house being wrapped, wrapped up, ready to give us a gift. So I don't really understand why that's happened. It's probably an automated email of a Christmas, like a mistake or whatever. So we just ignored it. Yeah. Lo and behold, the money, a few days later or whatever, went back into the Wi-Fi of Access 2's account, right? They've made an error there. That's on them. Yeah. We, we didn't choose okay. that. They, they just no. did that, right? This right. is when it gets weird, right? Check this out. Bear in mind, this is a big company, right? Yeah. They, they've got a lot of fucking business, a lot of staff, and you'd imagine... Um, it would be I, I just think this is mad mad behaviour they send an email to the Wi-Fi of access to saying we made a mistake giving you a refund for that item so um, we're going to send someone around to get it <laughs> what so they, they send right. someone around to yeah. pick up the item so check, so get, just, check it out right? just so charge the card again no they can't, I, don't, I don't know if they can but anyway so they right. sent an email saying that oh we're going to send someone from UPS to come and get this item, uh, by which time it was like the 3rd of January. 
right? <laughs> and we were like, my wife replied saying, well, good luck with that. We gave it away as a Christmas present. So what do you want us to do? And they didn't reply. And then this morning, someone knocked on the door and it was a UPS guy. I'm here to, to get a delivery. The, I'm here to get to a package from Wayfair. I was like, well, I haven't got it. We gave it away for Christmas. And he was like, what? I told him. And he went, all right. It's, it's, it's fucking mad. It's, it's just absolute deviant behaviour from them. So hang on, you bought an airbed. It's hard to explain, but that's the best I can do. You bought an airbed to give Correct. to someone a present. Correct. You gave it as someone a present. And yeah. You thought that transaction was over. Yeah. They refunded the money for some fucking reason. Yeah. And now they're at the door trying to get the airbed instead of just billing you for it. Or just take it on the chin. I don't think they take necessarily take it on the chin, but I think it's just a bizarre... Would they not get in contact and go... Hey, about that money? Yeah, <laughs> give can me that you fucking money. Yeah, I think, I think if they've got, I think if a they hadn't been dickheads about it, and b they called up and said, "Do you mind just paying for that item?" It's a bit of an admin error. I probably we probably just said, "Yeah, we'll pay for it. No problem." We we wanted yeah. to pay for it in the first place. We understood the price. We were happy to pay for it. But um, it's just very odd because the thing I don't get about it is even if they've made that mistake, say, given all the customers they had at Christmas, even if they made that mistake, say, only ten times in total. Think of the cost of having to send all these UPS people out to go and get everything back from all over the country. It doesn't make any yeah. sense. I, I always sort of think um, whenever you get something um, uh, uh, sent from China uh, and, and, and there's something, or, or even quite a lot of the big box stores, like if you get something mail order and it arrives and it's quite heavy and you go, right, uh, there's something wrong with this, it's broken or whatever, they will try and sort of go, look, we'll give you like 40% refund. Right, but just keep all of it because it's financially not worth them getting the aforementioned UPS driver to drive over there, pick up the yeah. heavy item because that costs money because it's big, it's bulky, it's heavy, uh, and take it back. So if you're ever in a situation where something's not quite right, but you could probably live with it, give them a ring, <laughs> give them a ring and go, "Hey, it's broken. Uh, can you come and pick it up?" And they go, "Oh, please don't make us pick it up." Yeah, I don't we know it was broken. They, how they can be bothered to do it? Like, yeah. they're a massive company. Like, you would just—I—I I disagree with you. I would have said, "Oh, forget it. Don't worry about it." Yeah, but that's not how business works, and I'm fairly certain you're in breach of some kind of code. Because I mean, they've given you something, they refunded you in error, and you've got their money, baby. Yeah, so my wife, my, wife, song. my wife, who's in the other room, who can hear me, just said, mm. um, it's even worse than that. They never even sent an email saying it was out of stock and would be like to use something else. They just sent an email saying the order was cancelled and we were being refunded after we received it. Oh, that's a pain, because you, you could actually say that there was some emotional uh, you distress. Know, distress there. Because, I'm yeah, always I'm, on, I'm back on your side as you well. I need to know I'm that. I'm back on your side. With the with the no stock. Thing. Anyway, I think I'm going to, at the risk yeah. of making that boring. I'm going to um, I'm going to move no, on got, from that. But if anyone else had a similar there. experience, I mean, I'd like the public to know because at the same time, I don't want other people going through this stuff, Pete. I don't want people going through this fresh hell at yeah, Christmas time. Right. Good point. You know, it's I'm an fairly, absolute disgrace. I'm fairly certain the um, one it might have been Wayfair, maybe not thinking about it. I think it was something a bit more bougie. But um, we bought a big uh, mirror. And it it turned up, and it was just the wrong mirror. But the wrong mirror that they sent was a better mirror, uh, and it, to the tune of like fifty quid. So I was like, I'm, I was like, I'm getting a bolt and putting that right on the wall. So they try and take it off our wall, dickheads. Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> they never noticed. What are you going to do? They never noticed. I had, I had a similar thing with. I told you about the enterprise rent a car thing. They've eventually given up the ghost. They sent me an email saying that we are, we're no longer welcome as customers. Oh really? I mean, this is like this is like Fight Club, isn't it? It's like anyone could do, like people will do anything not to get punched in the face. So you can just be an absolute 
well, tour rag. Andrew Tate spends in the all pan- his time trying to tell people to escape the Matrix. Come see me. I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm swerving fees all over the place. Escape the Matrix. I mean, yeah, he, he, he makes it quite hard for a lot of women to escape his actual physical Matrix. Escape <laughs> Anyway, right. <clears throat> that is the end of the Luke and Pete show. Um, uh, if, you are, if you need any more consumer advice, uh, please do get in touch. Hello at LukeandPeteShow.com. We'll give you uh, the, the, the full um, knowledge of our... Can I make it very clear? Years. It's me grinding an axe under the fig leaf of quote-unquote consumer advice. Okay, fair dues, yeah, yeah. And, and 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 that axe will be returned eventually, yeah. but it'll be a right shit state. I mean, they won't want it back. It'll be, it won't even be able to get into B grade stock, to be quite <laughs> frank. Yeah. So we'll be back on oh. Thursday for more of this. We'll do some batteries. We'll probably try and get through an email or two if we can as well, because we haven't done those for a while. I understand it's frustrating when we ask for them and you send them and we don't read them, but they tend to be timeless. So we'll get to them when we can. Do not fear. Do not lose faith. We will get there when we can. Peter, um, anything more from you before we sign off? Uh, mm, now, was it? Mm, anything from me? Mm, uh, I can't remember. See you I later. think we're done. We'll be back on Thursday. Ta-ta. Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.